What's up? I'm Elliot Jackson. And I'm Rob Warner. And we make the bike podcast that you never knew you needed. Yes, that's right. Just Ride is a cycling podcast from Red Bull. We love covering every cycling discipline you can imagine, from people who ride around the world twice on a penny farthing (laughs) to some of the biggest stars you can imagine. To hear more, just search for Just Ride in your favorite podcast app. And we'd love to have you along for the ride. I was like, what does it even matter what the outcome is? Like, let's go and try it, have fun, challenge myself in new ways. My performances got better because I just took the pressure off and found that love again. This is Mindset Win, a new podcast from Red Bull where we focus on the mental tactics used by athletes, coaches and managers at the highest level of sport and show how to apply the same techniques to our day-to-day lives. My name is Cédric Dumont and as a professional base jumper and high-performance psychologist, I get to spend time with extraordinary people in sports who don't only have the talent but also the right mental approach to give themselves the best chance of success. In my high-risk environment, being mentally sharp, highly focused, prepared, surrounding myself with the right people, minimizing my risks and maximizing success is just a question of survival. I've always been eager to learn from other athletes, whether it's dealing with fear, pressure or risks, or just getting better at what I do. In this first series, we're going to be learning about things like the importance of motivation, how to empower yourself, why getting outside of your comfort zone is crucial, and how not to give in. We'll hear stories from world champion coaches, managers, and athletes who've tested their mental strength to become the very best in their discipline, whether that's surfing, cricket, or triathlon. And at the end of each episode, I'll have a simple exercise that I'll take you through that will help you build techniques towards a winning mental attitude. In this first episode, we're considering motivation and how important it is to enjoy what you do to create that sustainable motivation. Lucy Charles Barkley is an elite triathlete from Britain and a half Ironman world champion, which means swimming, cycling, and running for more than 70 miles. And Lucy also regularly medals at the full Ironman distance, races that take even the world's best over eight hours to complete. So who better to talk about endurance and motivation than the extraordinary Lucy Charles Barkley? Hi, my name is Lucy Charles Barkley. I am a triathlete and I am the current 70.3 Ironman world champion. The triathlon that I race lasts generally for eight to nine hours. So potentially my biggest mental strength is my ability to just endure and keep going. Both my parents kind of say that the moment I was born, I kind of came out with this fight and I always was quite competitive. I had a lot of energy and needed to burn it off. So they got me into sport quite young and it was something I just really enjoyed. And I actually started at a swimming squad when I was around eight or nine years old. My ultimate goal was to try and make the Olympics and as I got older I got closer and closer but the pressure got higher and higher and it it was really really tough and I feel that ultimately that pressure is what led me to fall out of love with swimming. 
My husband and I actually were going to do an open water swimming race. I had a terrible swim. I think I was near enough last and was like, well, I'm definitely 100% done with swimming. But in that moment there and then we both were like, we need something to work towards. And we both just signed up for an Ironman. Neither of us even owned a bike at that time. So it really was a huge challenge. I knew that the swim would be fine. The biggest thing I had to train was the bike. And then second to that was kind of getting my body used to running. A steep learning curve to say the least. I enjoyed it because it was new and everything was different and it kind of just felt exciting and actually going out for a group ride on the weekend didn't even feel like training because you were just talking and riding and it actually it was like this is completely different to swimming because swimming always felt like a chore. Swimming was still the one thing I just didn't really want to do. I think the only thing that appealed to me was when the weather got better, actually going open water swimming, because I always had found that more fun than just swimming laps in the pool. Swimming outdoors just felt like a hobby, something I enjoyed doing, but actually I was still getting a lot from it. To begin with, my swim was so useful to allowing me to get good results, even maybe when my bike and run wasn't quite up to the other girl's standard, I would just get such a lead on the swim that I guess it convinced me that I needed to start loving this again because actually it's a weapon for me and it sets every race up for me with a great start. I was doing double days in the pool morning and evening and I remember plowing up and down, hitting times I'd never hit before, absolutely dying, finishing the set and then just laying on the poolside with a massive smile on my face thinking this is what I did love about swimming is how I could push myself and find that kind of new gear. I think that was really what ignited the love again. Ignited the love again. There was a lot of me that wanted to prove I can do this to myself, but also to the other people that doubted us. And I remember thinking on the swim, just don't do this too hard because you've got a really long day after this. I remember getting to the end of the bike and just having a huge high because I was like, right, the bike's done. Now we're just running. I remember finishing that race and I'd never felt anything like it. And in that moment, I knew that I had to keep doing this. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's definitely sessions that I look at and I'm like, oh God, like that's going to be really tough. And it's hard to have fun in that exact moment, but I, if I've achieved it afterwards, I'm really happy and I get a lot from it. I remember at the end of that year thinking, well, what more can I do? Like I'm giving everything to this. And it actually was a blessing for me having the pandemic because it allowed me to come away from the sport, reevaluate why I'm doing it. That year away from the sport gave me so much more energy and made me realise I do love what I'm doing. So actually last year in 2021, I probably had the best year of my career as a triathlete because I was like, what does it even matter what the outcome is? Like, let's go and try it, have fun, challenge myself in new ways. And yeah, I wanted to do well. But at the same time, I was like, if it goes terribly, what does it matter? Matter my performances got better because I just took the pressure off and found that love again. My mental toughness and resilience went up another notch this year, having got injured at the beginning of the year. Everyone said, she's never going to come back as good as she was, blah, blah, blah. And actually all of that external noise, it just motivated me. I was like, you know what, I'm going to come back. And I'm not just going to come back fixed, I'm going to come back better than I was before.
One of the big things I think I struggled with until even quite recently was that in my training, I never ever believed I'd done enough. And I think that was because of the monumentous event I was always training for. And in reality, what is enough? There's only so much you can do as an athlete. And after the injury, I've become so much better at listening to my body and knowing, you know what, my body can't do any more today, so that's enough. Let's rest and bank the work that I've done and hope that that is enough and most likely it will be. I don't have that feeling anymore of have I done enough because I just feel like, well, I couldn't have possibly done any more. I think you can get kind of stuck in this spiral as an athlete of, oh, I need to do this and I need to do this and this. And it's actually prioritizing what is more important. And in the evening, taking the time to just have a bit of my own headspace and relax, whether that's going and taking my dog for a walk in the forest and just clearing my mind and not thinking about my day job as a triathlete and actually just being a bit more peaceful and relaxed. There is a photo somewhere captured of me coming out of the swim and I just had pure joy on my face and I did just love it. And I was like, that is why I do this because I can push myself to the limit, but somehow be having fun at the same time. My parents, I think they say I've never really changed, to be honest, like I've always wanted to win. I've always had fun whilst doing it. Possibly now is the happiest I've been doing the sport that I'm doing. There was so much wisdom in Lucy's story, but what really stood out for me was, first of all, enjoyment is the core of everything and result and performance are just the consequences. I just had pure joy on my face and I was like, that is why I do this, because I can push myself to the limit, but somehow be having fun at the same time. Second was, being open to learn something new is reinventing yourself and sometimes you have to change your approach and challenge yourself with new things. Going out for a group ride on the weekend didn't even feel like training because you were just talking and riding and it actually, it was like this is completely different to swimming because swimming always felt like a chore. Third thing was detachment of outcome and it's really detaching yourself from the final result and, and focusing on the process, on the present moment. And last was being at peace with what you can do and don't feel like it's never enough. More is not always better and focusing on, on what's really important. It's being very selective and having very clear priorities. I think you can get kind of stuck in this spiral as an athlete of, oh, I need to do this and I need to do this and this. And it's actually prioritizing what is more important. Whether your goal is to be a world champion triathlete, write a novel or run a successful business, staying motivated is something we all need. And if like Lucy, you stop loving what you do, that's when you might lose your motivation. If this happens to you, it's so important not to give yourself a hard time. Just take note of your body's feelings because emotions are a fundamental and unavoidable factor in why us humans do what we do. So don't ignore them, don't push them away, listen to them, because this is the very first step to regain your motivation. As Lucy says, finding the joy in what you do is vital. In fact, recent research from Oxford University found a direct link between happiness and productivity. It's just a fact that happy people are more dynamic, more fulfilled, and therefore way more successful. 
So if like Lucy, the road ahead feels impossibly hard, or if you've fallen out of love with what you do, listen up, because I've got an exercise to help you get your mojo back. I promised you earlier there'd be something for you to take away and practice that would help you build techniques towards a winning mental attitude. So here it is. Tips to rekindle your passion and rediscover your motivation. And I found this exercise really useful, especially when I have a new idea, I'm working on a new project and I have a really hard time to get started. First off, grab a pen and paper or open the notes app on your phone. Think of something you want to do but are not motivated about doing. It could be writing an essay for a college course, doing your tax returns or simply going for a run. Whatever it is, write it down. Now I want you to think about how you'll feel when you achieve this goal. Lucy mentioned the buzz she gets after a workout. So how will you feel when you submit that essay or know how much money you've got to spend this month? Make a note of that feeling. This will help you focus on the joy of achieving your aim and it will propel you through the tough bits. And finally, I want you to come up with a few ideas that help you make the process fun. Can you break the asset down into parts and reward yourself when you hit each target? Can you take a different running route and explore a new area you're not familiar with? Writing down these little ideas will help you find pleasure in the moment. And not only will this motivate you to get started, it will keep you going. Thankfully, most of us don't need to motivate ourselves to run, swim and cycle competitively for 17 hours straight. But when the going gets tough, finding ways to refocus and refine your mojo is essential if you want to be successful and satisfied. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening and please let me know how you found the exercise. Leave a message or a comment and don't forget to follow, subscribe and tell your friends. Feedback is a gift and it will help us get the podcast right for you. Until next time.